you know and have you ever seen a rated R movie on a cable where they curse and like <laughs> and, and like if they were to say it freak you say like a, yeah <laughs> I don't give a fudge uh, yeah yeah they literally say I don't give a fudge I'm like bro you could've just bleep like it's simple just bleep that's it you could've just done that like nah I don't know because of and then, and then you laugh but you laughed but you laughed though because it's like if it's a real intense scene like someone just died I'm like yo what the fudge man <laughs> I'm like bro just, you could've just bleeped it bro just don't talk. Just don't talk. Yeah. Who this? Those demons inside you? Mm. Oh. Oh. Let me go. Before it's too late. Uh, I'm dying. No way. I can't believe this. Oh, no, man. Come on. Oh, no. Don't die on me. God damn it. Don't die. Fuzzy. Somebody did this. As you can tell by the rather graphic background right behind me, of course, that's what I'm referring to. That's not my wall. That's not where I'm inhabiting right now. But to make emphasis on the point today, this episode Brought to you especially by who else but me, who this, the host of something spectacular, the whole operation. It's going to get graphic. It's going to get explicit, entirely and exclusively detailed, as would the guts splattered behind me, courtesy of RoboCop doing that the Baraka of all people. If you didn't know, MK11 got some DLC dropping. You got to pay for it, but it's worth it to just hear you're coming with me that are alive. However the line goes, I can't remember. But just like the innards, and the detailings of your internal intestinal system. That's how deep we're going to get with today's guest for this episode. Again, something spectacular. Who this? You know me by now. Just in case, if you need to follow on Instagram, who this that is. I had to correct that because people kept calling me who this is. I had to explain this who this. The acronym is this and that and the other. All that sorts. But then people still wouldn't get it. So now it's clarified. You know all the stuff by now. But more importantly right now, Back on the show, back to the podcast, who else but the realest, the last of them, the truest, the most Brendan of the Brendan. And like I said in the last couple episodes, there's no A in this kind of Brendan because he's no schmuck. He's no white-collar, preppy, snot-nosed college student ready to go off to Yale, Harvard, Columbia, whatever college your parents paid off to get him into exclusively because they're that dumb and they can't handle the mental capacity needed to get into the Ivy League schools, because guess what? He had the streets raising. And more importantly, if you want to get specific, the streets of Brooklyn, or Brooklyn, as you would emphasize, since that's where he's from. Please welcome back to the pod, friend and fam to the show, Brendan. What's good, what's good, what's good, what's good? You're, you're, you know what's happening. You know the vibes. Now, since you're from, I guess, the Mecca of your. Is it Y-U-R or Y-E-R? Uh, I like to say Y-E-R, but I mean, hey, it's it's your preference. It's your preference. I like to say Y-E-R-R, yeah. you know, but don't don't really matter. Y-U-R-R, you know, as long as it's not like Y-I-R-R, you know. Y-E-R. 
year. Nah. <laughs> like the like the hick sound version of a year. Year. <laughs> well, it sounds like, you know, like the Hicks would know better than us, like the NASCARs whizzing by when they do the 500 laps. You know, I can't believe all sports that came back first off. I mean, wrestling's been going on because that's not a sports sport per se. NASCAR did the whole virtual Daytona 500 thing. I didn't bother watching, but they did it virtually. Either. They did it virtually. All the drivers like sitting at home on the video game consoles just doing the thing, whatever. So I don't know if they legit won money from it or sponsored sponsor that bullshit, but they did the thing. So I guess in their heads or they had the kids in the background because they got five, ten kids going on. They're all going, whenever they loop around. Wait, so how, how, do, how, do, you, how do you know who wins? I don't know. And how do you connect all them fucking drivers to with the same hub or whatever and know who's even in first place? Exactly. They had to create their own server, like a whole separate server for for all of them to join. You know, just for that, I'm going to go back and research what they did because there's no even NASCAR game to do it on. So they might have done it like in Gran Turismo, but then I think that's only 16 cars at a time. So then, like, how does that work? That that's insane. <laughs> I don't know, but in the times we're living in the pandemic, of course, Brendan with two E's keeps it all the way real because that's you know the embodiment of Brooklyn right there. If anything, he's like light skinned Tracy Morgan. You know, are you a fan of Tracy Morgan by any chance? I don't know. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I'm a fan of Tracy Morgan. You know, I'm a fan of how I might have said it. I forget the who, but he literally is like the embodiment of. If Brooklyn was in a body to inhabit, like the symbiote inhabited Venom from Spider-Man, like that'd be Tracy Morgan. Brooklyn yeah, most was in him. Most Even though I, I think he said he hopped around borough to borough, but Brooklyn is Brooklyn. You can tell by the vibes and the energy. Yeah, yeah. His, his family, his family's from Bushwick. Um, his, uh, his family knows my, my, my dad. I think my dad was like oh, childhood really? friends with him. Like, like kind of like, you know, they were cool with each other when they were younger or whatever. They knew each other from around the way kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. yeah, I'm so definitely I'm, a fan of Morgan. <laughs> definitely a fan. So you know the, the vibes with him whenever he, like, puts yeah. out anything, how he is, you can, like, relate to him. I already know. It's, it's all Brooklyn. Like, <laughs> and, and a lot of the movies that he does, I don't know if he has – I don't know if he has control. I don't know if he's, like, also a producer or whatever because, I don't know, it's too much of a coincidence. Like, a lot of the things that he does is in Brooklyn. So like, there's a couple mm. of movies that he's done that they're in Brooklyn. So I'm like, do they do they just know he's a Brooklyn nigga? So they just like, <laughs> hey, yay, Tracy, come too. We're doing it. We're doing a comedy in Brooklyn. I think you fit right in. I don't know, but like, Cop Out, the movie Cop Out with Bruce Willis. I'm that, gonna say that's a guilty pleasure for me. It's not a great movie, but I no, do it's not watch a great when movie, it's on. But I, I like it. I like yeah. Bruce Willis and I like Tracy Morgan and I. It's it's like a Jason Statham movie. It's a guilty pleasure, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. You're always in the mood for some chips, you know, like chips. <laughs> chips are not necessarily healthy for you, but you know, no. good chips, a good dip, it's good, you know. Cop <laughs> <laughs> out was in Brooklyn. It was in a, a lot. It was in Bushwick and a lot of parts in Bushwick yeah. and Bedstar. I recognize it. Oh, it's not. It wasn't a bad movie though overall, but I think like. Um, it was at that time or like a little after phasing out all the buddy cop movies, like we'll just stick these two together and make them cops and like see if that works. Yeah, yeah, think, yeah. Yeah, I they don't have think great br- chemistry. 
It wasn't bad. I, I liked it. Again, if it's on like TBS randomly, I'll put it on just because like yeah. I love Tracy. I, he's like yeah. hilarious to me. They have good chemistry together, though. I would say it wasn't like, bad. Like, like acting together, they have great chemistry. I think. I mean, they Bruce, remind me of yeah, Bruce. Yeah, Bruce. Yeah. Yeah. They remind me of yeah. They remind me of uh, the Rock and Kevin Hart a little bit, like when they ah. were, like with that comedy duo, like that movie. It, reminded, it was like, oh, cool, that's cool. I like the chemistry they got going on because the Rock and Kevin Hart got crazy chemistry going on. They like they got like a bromance, like they're <laughs> awesome together. And I'm a big Kevin Hart fan, so <laughs> really okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love Kevin Hart. I like. I, spe- I, I also uh, specifically like um, – I, I just like the way he moves as, like, a business person and, like, all the people that, like, are around him, like, his circle of, like, partners are all his mm-hmm. friends. Like, those are his day ones that, like, he got famous and he brought them with him. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think they said that he was the first person in a long time. Um, like, a lot of – like, comedies, comedy people stopped doing it for a while and he brought it back like he brought out he brought back the concept of openers so like he would plan his own shows kind of like me and he yeah. he'd put his friends as openers for him so okay. like he'd okay. like have five openers and his friends would be the five openers so like sure. like I, I i love that about Kevin Hart. i also think he's funny i like his humor but i really really enjoy and i love his process of like what he does with his friends his family, like his day ones, like I, I admire that. It's kind of like how Adam Sandler, kind of like what Adam yeah. Sandler does. I have immense respect for people like that. So it's like, I like him. Yeah, that's funny you bring that up because I've never been a fan of his comedy, Kevin Hart, mm-hmm. I mean. But mm-hmm. as soon as I learned about how you brought that up now, keeping his people as his camp, his only like inner working people and such, that I respect and the fact that he came out of nowhere practically from like a long time being out of the scene and yeah. came back with like, you know, a wrath almost like he come his back worth ethic is, his work ethic is crazy. I, I, I like I I love that. Like I, I respect that about him. Like I see certain things about him that I see in me. So it's like I love Kevin Hart. Like he's one of those dudes. Like when I when I get in the game, like I'm trying to chill with Kevin Hart. Like I, I, I don't blame you. Yeah, I'm trying to chill with Kevin Hart. Like Adam Sandler, I'm also a big fan of because of that. Because uh, of what yeah. he does. Like th- those are the dudes I want to hang up. Like I want to hang around. If like you know, if I'm ever gonna chill with like famous people when I'm in the game, like. People like that would probably be people that I would love to to pick their brains and just have a good time, exactly. you know? I love that. Exactly. And you benefit from that. it because making friends like that besides being a good look and you can see directly, like you said, Kevin Hart is pretty much like the Adam Sandler of like comedy world because yeah. Sandler keeps the same camp of people. All his flicks have the same people, even if they're bigger than he probably is right now, like Rock. Doesn't matter. Too. He always, right always, always, always. And then they both have their own production companies. Mm-hmm. Adam Sandler has um, Happy Madison. Right. Uh, Kevin Hart has Hart Productions, which mm-hmm. a lot of the recent movies that you've seen from Kevin Hart was produced by him. Kevin oh, really? Hart also was one of the exe- is one of the executive producers for the Lil Dicky show as well. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Wow. Yeah, so he got he got his hands in a lot of things. He's he's I I, I I'm a fan. I like Kevin. Like uh, yeah, I, I appreciate him. I always look out for him. He's dope. That's awesome, though. But yeah, Adam Sandler, too, that's a good point because 
Um, I thought of him recently just because he was on Jimmy Kimmel, I think, last week or something like that. Oh, he was? Somewhat recent, yeah. Oh, and I got to watch that. Yeah, yeah, definitely catch it. It's on his YouTube probably on Jimmy Kimmel's page. But sure. what always bothered me a little bit about Sandler is, like, I like him. I actually think he's funny because I remember, like, his SNL stuff from back when. He was always, like, so, with the guitar, with the guitar? The guitar <laughs> shit, yeah. <laughs> And like when when he whenever he was in a movie that wasn't his own, I think that's when he's at his best because yeah, on Kimmel he was hilarious just as how he is. He was just like yeah. going on little rants and like he he had his daughter shave his head like because the quarantine whatever and like she kind of nicked him in the back. He was bleeding, showing the blood patches, all that. <laughs> like told like like get out of here at one point. Like I'm busy doing a show. Like busy doing nothing at home. He's and, awesome. And, He's awesome. But then, like, the movies, it's like, I always wondered, obviously, this is, like, out of our realm, probably, but he has Happy Madison producing his own films. But, like, I don't remember his movies doing that well, per se, in the box office, or maybe I'm wrong. But then he keeps doing his own thing, which is wonderful to see because he makes the movies he wants to make, and they only grow and expand outwards. Like, he had all the great legends, like, some of the great legends in this film. Anger Management had Jack Nicholson, which was, like, pretty good. I like that one. That's one of my um, favorite uh, Adam Sandler movies. I like that one a lot. It was kind of well-balanced. It wasn't too corny and too kind of cheesy. Yeah, it was But cool. then, I'll be honest, I love Al Pacino. He's probably my favorite actor of all time. But when Me he did too. Jack in Jail, it broke my heart. He could have <laughs> did a lot better for him. Like, yeah, yeah, flick. yeah. I, I, Adam Sandler has a lot of standouts. My fa- one of my so my favorite Adam Sandler film. Um, a lot of people don't like it. I don't know why, but I think it's a great film. Um, one of my, my new favorite is the recent one that he did, Uncut Gems. I have to see that. Yeah, Uncut Gems. Uh, I really like. But one of my favorite ones that he's done is Click. I like. I like. I enjoy Click as a movie. Clicked. Uh, I got to check that one out because I know it has been out for a while, but I just never got around to it because that's the that, that's time. It's on like Netflix. Films. Oh, is it? Okay. I'll check it out then. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. that's around the time like he had a couple of two or three of them that came out and they were all kind of like the same. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, you can they do never better. Do, they, yeah, like his movies that he produced doesn't do like crazy numbers in the box office. But, but like you said, like he makes the movies he wants to make and I think he makes his money. And and I think I think he also saves money as well, like 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 not saves money, but I think like I think his but I don't think his budgets are that are that big either. So mm. so I think as like a as like a profit margin, I think he makes he he's really successful. As far as like box office, I mean that's that's politics, you know. As you know, oh, um, yeah. he he reminds me of like he's sort of like he's sort of like like. Like like a Chance the Rapper when Chance the Rapper was at his prime. Like he's yeah. an independent independent artist. Like doesn't really go with like the politics of the business, but he makes his money because I don't think his but his budgets aren't that great. Like he doesn't. I don't think his budgets are like two hundred million dollars. Like oh no, but it's crazy like, to think like how he gets the. It's it's more inner workings. I'm, I'm guessing, but. To yeah. think how he gets the budgeting and all that to even fund those projects and like yeah. regularly, like he never lows the quality. It's never like you can tell this is low budget. It's always like a decent budget and well yeah, shot so on like, everything. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I mean, it's cool. I mean, it's fascinating to see like his run, like his career, like 
He's not. He's he's surely not Leonardo DiCaprio. That's my favorite actor. He's not Leo. That's a good one. But but he's but he's still he's still relevant enough to be in the same kind of rooms. And like I think that's yeah. fascinating. That's fascinating to me. I, I I like that as Adam Sandler. Like he's not the greatest, you know, as far as like an actor, as far as like the art of acting or whatever per se, you know. Um, you know, he's not going to be in a Martin Scorsese film, but, (laughs) but then again, I don't think he wants to, I think that he's perfectly happy doing what he does. He has his fan base. He has his people like us that once he releases a movie, I don't know about you, but if I see Adam Sandler releasing a movie and it's coming out in theaters, I'm going to go see it. I like, I like his movies. I like, you know, it might not be like, I mean, obviously if, if he has a movie that's out and like Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Leonardo DiCaprio, Quentin Tarantino, Mars Scorsese all have movies out. Obviously, no. But, you know, <laughs> I'm going to get around to it. Now, I'm going to make sure that like, yo, after I see these things, I need to check out the Adam Sandler movie. So, right, interesting. Yeah. I always go back to him and try to give him a chance. But um, as far as favorite Sandler flick, this might be a weird one. But my favorite one I always go to would probably be Big Daddy. And a close second would be Fifty First Dates. Those those were solid ones. Those were solid yeah. ones. Big Daddy was great. Big Daddy was fun. Was was cool too. Yeah, it was yeah. it was like you know the story is unique enough where it might not work, but in his realm it works. Like it's silly enough to actually like still be decent. Yeah, yeah. Those are solid films. I think those are those are those are good films. Yeah, yeah. And and I like Hawaii a lot. Like that's definitely bucket list soon enough. So the whole backgrounds like everything the visuals too was like it helped sell that to me yeah that is a bucket list they wouldn't work in brooklyn i don't think no not at all (laughs) not at all first dates might have worked like 50 different girls in brooklyn but not with this (laughs) if my name was keisha yeah (laughs) keisha but like q u i s h a with an accent over the a I don't know why they do that, but for no reason. <laughs> hey, the only people worse than that are Dominicans because they'll mash up mom's dad, dad's name together and like Mangu, just a big old mess that works for bro. somebody. Bro. <laughs> and then w- Dominicans, they, they take like an actual name and change it for no damn reason. Like, like, Mari, like, like, like. Like, like you'll see a name called Mari, Mary. A Dominican would change it, Marti. Yeah. Like, add a T in it. Like, like what are you doing? Wait, wait, martyr? How are you alive then? You're supposed to be dead for the cause. <laughs> no, Marty. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, Ma. Gotcha. Ma- Mari, Mari. Mauricio Asso. Yo, bro. And then I thought it was a meme at first, but I saw somebody actually legit named Mary, M-E-R-Y, Grimas, like Merry Christmas. And of course, there was what else? What do you expect? <laughs> and I think the date didn't match because they wasn't born on Christmas, so then how are those two even link? Oh, Merry Christmas. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, but now we got to look out for the Dominicans that are going to name the kids Corona. After this whole shit's over, yeah, because you got their favorite, their favorite beer, and the and the pandemic. <laughs> That's two points, Corona, <laughs> bro. 
but you can say that confidently as a Puerto Rican. I mean, you got your own messiness as all stereotypes and coaches <laughs> do, but Dominicans kind of take the cake yeah, or pastelito. Yeah, yeah. Like you can roll really... <laughs> Oh man. Yeah. I get on Franny and Frankie all the time. About the Dominican-ness. <laughs> but then again, if you consider, and of course, shout outs to the whole, you know, ensemble of Brendan, of course, so, you know, Franny, Frankie, Mikey, everybody involved. Uh, what's the name of the DJ you work with on and off again? Uh, I forget DJ his name. Too Hype. Too Hype, shout out to him too as well. And then um, Andrew uh, Bivolari, which is a producer, which is producer. Um, and also he will be the keyboard player. Once we, uh, once we I start. remember you were trying to get him, like, somehow to work in the mix, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's the whole click. It's the whole ensemble. Nice, but going back to Franny and Frankie, the two standouts, only because they are both Dominican, proudly, of course, how they act and how they maneuver. But it, I always explain that to people when they ask about, like, Spanish in, in general, because both being Hispanic, you know, you're, you're Puerto Rican, I'm Peruvian by birth and such. Um, there's a whole color spectrum when it comes to just us, as you know, you know, black in between light skin, white looking almost in appearance, but Dominicans really got the whole color spectrum rainbow to them too, because they go from like dark, dark to like light, light in between. How could you tell some of them look like Marco shout out to Afro Dominicano, the drummer for them. And then you could never ever tell they was Dominican, but then they're both light skin enough, Franny and Frankie. Yeah. Did they ever have you seen them take advantage of their light skin privileges and try to say you're freaking like I'm not Dominican, Ma, I'm I'm this or whatever? Or never, never, never. Okay, never. Because Dominicans will do that. Yeah, they will. I mean, Franny and Frankie are unique cases because they're they're light skin, but they're like you could tell they're you could tell like. There's no white. There's no white. And oh. then, like they're not white. Like you can tell. Like the brunettes, you know, they tan quick. They tan nice. They got the you know the brown hair. They got the brown eyes, and they got thick dark beard. You know, when they don't when they don't groom their beard, they look habibi. You know, so yeah, you can definitely tell. <laughs> they look like like me, a card special. Yeah, like me. You know. <laughs> I remember one time I didn't groom my beard, and I stepped into a store that I didn't that I didn't really. You know, I wasn't from the area, and uh, some guy was talking to me in, um, in his language. He thought mm-hmm. I was uh, he thought I was uh, from Yemeni, from Yemen. He thought I was from Yemen. I'm like, nah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah, brother. <laughs> no, brother. <laughs> now, moving on to someone else that's young as well in that realm, and I guess feeding off the craft that you you actually perform and you do for a living, which is rap, which is hip hop, which is music. Little B, not Little B, sorry. He's like five years ago, sorry. Little Nas X, I meant to say. Uh, I don't know if you recently saw, he tweeted something to the realms of, you know, I'm still gay, but, you know, let me find some coochie, is it worth it? Something like that. I don't know if you saw that. So I'm thinking, I, I'm more into the uh, conspiracy theory that he's not gay. He's just doing it for the look and the sympathy of the LGBTQ community. But because um, calling it cooch, who calls it cooch, really? Unless you're like really, really stuck up suburban white. Hey, I'm looking for some coochie out here. Let me go on Craigslist, whatever. <laughs> you know, be a man. You're, you're a brother. Call it pussy. 
call it the puss, call it the badge, the snatch, whatever. You know, roast beef at least or something. But if Coons. he's calling it cooch, cooch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But if he's calling that's, it cooch, that's Brooklyn. <laughs> really, is it? Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm just I know, from Brooklyn, but you know, <laughs> me and me and my friends say it. <laughs> okay, I, I, that's that's a unique take on it. The the coons, he said, right? <laughs> All right, the coons. <laughs> I'm just imagining. I think he's saying it. That's epic. You saying it, bro. I love that. <laughs> the coons. I love it. <laughs> just like that. Just like that. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think of like an old Brooklyn like guy from back when, just saying, "Hey, I'm trying to get some coons out here. Where they at? <laughs> Let me circle the block for some coons." <laughs> that, that sounds so wrong. It'd be taken so different ways, but. I need to perfect the, the, the enunciation of it, how it hits. But yeah, do you, do you think he might be actually out here looking? And if he does land some cooch, is it going to change him? Is it going to switch him up? Is he going to draft to another team? Or what do you think? I don't know. I think, I mean, hey, I mean, I'm all for it. You know, I'm all for, you know, <laughs> you know, him looking. But, I mean... Do, do I do I think he is part of the 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 the, the LGBTQ community? Yeah, I, I think so. Maybe I don't know. He's also funny too. He's also like a yeah. a, a, a a funny a clown. Uh, I think yeah. it came out that he commented on Takashi's video saying um, you kind of cute or something like that. <laughs> like like oh you look cute or something like that. So I just think he's such a clown. Like. I, I don't know. I, I I don't know. I wouldn't put it past him, but at the same time, I know he's just he's jokes. There's this yeah. um there was this tweet that it was it was it was hilarious. It was um it was some Disney girl. She's like a Disney star, but she's like one of the young Disney stars. Um and she it was like she posted um her graduating or something like that, class of two two thousand twenty. Okay. And then uh and then and then Little Nas X, uh, he commented, he tweeted back. He said, let's go, right? So then somebody tweeted, like, she, she, he's, she's 16, like, uh, assuming that he's trying to, like, holler at her. And then some other guy tweeted, he's gay. And then she said, and then she said, and then the girl, I guess she didn't know what he was trying to say. The girl was like, hey, why do you have to talk about him like that? That's not funny. And the guy literally tweeted, no, he's an actual homosexual. <laughs> he's like legit in a cock as a guy. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Little Nas X's jokes. Yeah, he, he had a, a song with Nas. He had a song with Nas. Rodeo. Remix. Yeah. It's a rodeo. Yeah, you know, I remember dope. Getting, I liked it. I remember getting into an argument with, um, you know, friends of the show, you know him well, Angel, A.O., yeah. Yeah. Uh, not with him, but with his brother, Manny, who's also, they're all Brooklyn, you know, no offense to Brooklyn idiots, I guess. Manny especially yeah, yeah, is yeah. like thick in the head, like Brooklyn, just like, no. Head against Got the wall, it. he might as well break bricks with it. He's so thick into the Brooklyn mentality. But he was basically arguing that, oh, how could you even like a song like that? Nas is a legend, Nas is iconic, whatever. How could you even, whatever? Because I said, I like the beat. That's all I said. I didn't say it was a great song. And Nas, uh, you know, Big Nas, as he said himself, yo, it's Big Nas, Little Nas, whatever. Big Nas, Little Nas. (laughs) (laughs) 
you know, big enough, big Nas, of course, if I'm Nas, I'm going to do something for at least a bag or at least exposure to the younger kids. Like big Nas, little Nas. It's just a joke. It's a one-off. Get it out of here. I'll never do it again because how long is he going to last? You know? And it's like, I remember he was so embroiled about it, so passionate. Like, how can you say it's a good song? It's like, I didn't say it was good. I said, I like the beat. I didn't elaborate, say it's a classic. It's it's going to hit number one. It's going to be the greatest thing ever. But he just got so defensive about it. Like, you know, of course, he's his older brother, Angel. Angel gets in his, like, bag sometimes, too. Or, or at least when he says fuck sometimes, like, fuck this or whatever. Fuck that. Like, calm down. As a Virgo, I can say calm down. I can, <laughs> I like I can the pass on things, too, but. I like the song. It wasn't bad. I like. I like the song. It was enjoyable gotcha. to me. I liked it. I mean, I, I I mean, if I was Nas, I'd do something with Lil Nas X. I mean, yeah. Lil, Lil Nas X is one of those artists where it's like, sure, you know, he's one of those artists, but like, he's a pretty positive guy. Like, yeah, he's not out here like doing stupid mumble music and like, no. ah, like it's pretty cool. Like, sure that that um that Old Town Road song is annoying because it's overplayed. But there's nothing wrong with that song. I, it wasn't I, bad. I think I think it's cool. I mean, it's it's positive. It's cool. Like it's you know, it's not sending a, a wrong message to youth. So you know, as as the as the artist who you know created, I know I can. Why not? Why not? Why not feature with a younger artist, a younger positive artist? I know I can be what I want to be. You know? I'll work hard in it. I'll be where I want it. Little Nas X was probably one of those kids, you know? Oh, shit. Imagine he was one of the kids in the video randomly. <laughs> <laughs> I can be a K-Cowboy. I can be whatever I want to be. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Oh God, I, I just remember that song. I, I try to forget that song for a while. Not a bad song, but... You know, it was just like, you know, I get it. And it all had to it be wasn't, the- It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't ill. <laughs> no. I mean, that's okay, too. But, like, at least, at least the video had the little intro from I forget once what song from that album. So it kind of led you in this direction. But then all of a sudden, whatever. But, um. I like that song. I learned, I learned a lot in his song. I mean, he, he, he taught me that. Alexander the Great went to Egypt and blew up the noses of the, the sphinxes so that people won't see that Egyptians were Africans. Like, I learned that because of Nas, you know? So, yeah, I, yeah it's cool. I'm, I'm a Nas fan. <laughs> well, did Nas you go back fan. to school after seeing that video and try to argue with, with the history teacher? I definitely like, nah. did. I definitely did. I definitely <laughs> did. Like, nah, Nas, Nas said this. I definitely did. And the teacher uh, told me to stay back after class. And then she asked me, she asked me where I heard that. And I said, a now song. She was like, hmm, wow, I never knew hip hop would be so educational. <laughs> I was like, thanks, miss. I, I was older because like, like I said yeah. in a, a previous episode, I got into hip hop later in life when I was already like in middle school or whatever. So I wasn't like a little kid arguing like, you know, it was... <laughs> Pretty. It was pretty. It was, a, it was an adult, mature conversation, you know. <laughs> yeah, but I got. I I just remember that song. Now, now I'm gonna have to like 
remember it for like at least a couple of weeks now. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> Again, not a bad song. It's just like, thank you, Nas, but that's, let's move on from there. It's my we pleasure. Get it. <laughs> it's my pleasure. So yeah, I, I'd probably go with the sentiment that little Nas X is probably gay after calling the cooch. And, you know, he's yeah, a character. He's funny, but, you know, it's cool. I don't mind that at all, but, you know. But probably. if they ever if they ever remade, like, a Western film, I think that's his next big move. Like, at least a little cameo, a little like, hey, little Nas X, I'm here. Remember me? I'm a cowboy. I'm gay, too. <laughs> Remember me? Pink's- for me, pink studded chaps, diamond like embezzled, whatever, all of that. <laughs> but um, speaking of movies, speaking of films too, um, I posted something earlier while we're recording today about uh, Scarface. Uh, it just happened to come up because I read something that basically there's been a remake of the remake Scarface in the works for like ten years or something like that, a modern day version of again, and. Officially, wait, to, wait again. What do you mean again? Well, how, you know how Scarface is a remake of an old 1930s flick originally called Scarface. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was a remake. So they remade it for modern 80s Cuban Miami Vice-like times. So now they're trying to remake it again now for today's era. Scarface all over again, just different. I think L.A. this time. So. That's been in the works for 10 years, approximately, give or take. Uh, Diego Luna and somebody else supposed to direct and star in it. I heard about I heard about that. There were rumors that uh, they were trying to get Leonardo to, to, to play Tony Montana. Oh, I don't know if that could work, though. I don't know. That That's interesting. I didn't know that part. But I know it's well, been that, in the worst that was for like a 10 rumor. years or so. I, I yeah. know, I know that there was a remake of Scarface, but I just didn't know that Scarface itself was a remake. But I, yeah, I did yeah. know that, like, there was a, a remake that was in the works for for a long time. Actually, it's been like in the through the grapevine, people have been talking about it for years. And I did hear Leo's uh, name come up as like someone. Hmm. Maybe, maybe it was like a fan choice. Maybe like a lot of fans was like, "Hey, Leo could probably play the part." Um, I mean, as far as like acting, like acting caliber. I mean, yes, he's right for the job, obviously. If you want a good movie, obviously, Leonardo DiCaprio is like a cheat. Like, you know, that's like yeah, the, game yeah, shark. Yeah. That's the game shark of movies. Like, <laughs> you want a good movie? You got the budget for Leo? Yeah, sure. All right, cool. I don't got to do nothing else. It's a great movie, you know? <laughs> there is as that. Far as, you know, yeah. as far as, like, everything else, I'm not sure. I mean, Leo, I don't know, his... I've never seen him do any other accent besides the Southern and the the Jersey and like the Boston kind of accent that he got going on. That's his bag. Does. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but other than that, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know if he can play. In a, uh, Tony Montana was is Cuban, Cuban in Miami. Yeah. He's Cuban. So I don't know. I mean, Al Pacino himself is Italian. He made yeah. it work. I mean, so who knows? I mean, he only had to know. speak one line of Spanish in that whole flick, so that's credit to him. He pulled yeah, it off. In the, in the beginning, when they were ordering the sandwich, right? Is, uh, it, is it that line? Well, no, because that was like, con you, or whatever, like just one-offs. Oh, but like, okay, yeah, okay. remember, and that's actually what I wanted to bring up too from the flick we know, the Scarface we know. 
the part where he's in the car with uh, Alberto. He got the car bomb. Oh, yes. The and, and the car bomb. And he's like, yo, no, no kids. No, no kids, women man. and no kids. I told you. Look at you. You look, you look stupid. You look stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at you now. That, 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 look at you now. You're dead. That, that's actually one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Yeah, it is. That's like because... That's like either, probably my favorite scene. If, if it's it's probably a tie between that scene and the mm-hmm. scene when he gets drunk in the restaurant and, he, and he's like, oh, you couldn't even give me a, a baby. Your warm scoop of Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, I think those are like kind of my favorite scenes. Yeah, the standout scenes from that flick. I mean... Besides it, the beginning with the hotel in Miami when with the machete. Oh, the right, machete right. Chainsaw, when his yeah, dumbass yeah, yeah. friend was what didn't get the hint to go in and he's too busy hollering hot, hot, at chicks. <laughs> uh, besides yeah, that, which is, all, which is yeah, which is all obviously a great scene. But those two other scenes are probably my favorites too. One of some of my favorites. Yeah, and I mean, besides the fact that there's a potential remix still in the works, so who knows basically how long it'll take? Because they said they're in the very, very early stages of that. And hopefully, they better be in the early stages because you, you like, bro. Whoever the, whoever chooses to take up that project has a big, big shoes to fill. Big. Because, it, bro, if they flop that, that person who took control of that project is going to have the worst reputation ever. That person will probably never even, like, bounce back from that if they if they mess that up. Like, we're talking about Scarface. We're talking, yeah. about, we're talking about, like, one of the greatest movies of all time. Like that's act that's oh, Scarface is one of my favorites. Like we're talking Definitely about the classic. Oh, of course, that's top five. Yeah. Definitely like crime, crime classic. Like, bro, shoot, bro, they better, they better, they better take however long they trying to take. I wouldn't be mad if they taking fifteen years to make it. You better make that right. Take yeah, take the time, let it brew, let it cook. I don't I don't care if it releases when I'm like fifty years old. It better be good. I don't care. I don't care when it releases, it just better be good. Well, I mean the first Scarface came out like in nineteen thirty two, I think. And then Scarface I can't imagine we know that being awesome. I can't imagine that being great. Because it was a whole story about it. I was reading a lot about Pacino because uh April twenty fifth was his eightieth birthday. And he was talking about, like, different things. It was, like, on GQ's YouTube channel. But he was talking about how he saw that the original Scarface was in theaters. Like, you know, they play old-ass movies sometimes. He just, like, said, fuck it, let me see it. At the same time that he was being proposed to play Tony Montana because originally it was supposed to be uh, Scorsese directing and De Niro starring in it. But then Scorsese was going to direct it? Originally, he wanted to do it potentially, oh, and, he wow. had, and have De Niro play Montana. Hmm. Okay. When 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 De Niro was young, right? Yeah, yeah, around that time, yeah. But this, is, this was around the this was around the Goodfellas, the good the Goodfellas times, right? No, because Goodfellas nineteen ninety ish. Scarface oh, so eighty three. Yeah, so yeah, it was yeah. All, all, oh yeah. So Robert De Niro would have been even younger. Yeah, he probably could have pulled it off. Yeah, definitely. But then he was in the running too, Pacino, for it. But then he said at the same time, oh, let me think about it. I don't know, kind of thing, whatever. He happened to see Scarface, the original one. He's like, okay, fuck it, let me do it. And then he said like, oh, Scorsese recommended the Palmer to do it instead. He would have been more around that realm, better suited. So that's how they came together and did it. 
Nice. And then again, nice. there's like a 50-year gap between the first Scarface and the one we know. So then you might be right. Who knows? It might take 20 more years or 30 years to actually see the remake. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like it better be, it better be good. Like, yeah. I heard Man, Pitbull bro. was supposed to be the guy for the remake at one point. Oh, nah. <laughs> oh, nah. Oh, yeah, little guy. Bam, that will be that would be terrible. <laughs> sure, he's Cuban, but no, bro, no, bro, no. I mean, if they want to make it along the realms of like uh, belly or beef or something like that, then you know, don't call it Scarface, call it something else. But yeah, you you know you know who you know who would do a great job, I think, and and he convinced me after seeing his last movie. Um, Phoenix, Joaquin Phoenix. You think so? I think I think he do a good job. He's good, but damn, I don't know. He do a good job. He, he's I mean, definitely got the. He's definitely got the 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 um the, the range. emotion the the emotionally unstable aspects of of when he plays a character because of what we've seen the Joker and a couple yeah, yeah, of other yeah. scenes because he I mean. Yeah, a lot of people only know him for Joker, but I, I've seen other movies, and Joaquin Phoenix is a great actor. Um, oh, he's good. He's good. Yeah, he's great. So yeah, I mean, I think I think he, I think he could pull it off, to be honest. I, I mean, mean the, he's is, the problem is, is just the accent, yeah. you know. That's if they keep Scarface Spanish too, because the first one from the thirties. They'll probably switch it up. They'll probably switch yeah. it up. From the thirties, what was he? He was like Italian. He was like a gangster from I think Chicago, something like that. So yeah, you see if they switch it. Up. Okay, so if they switch it up, then yeah, Leo, yeah. then Leo could do it too. If they switch it up, yeah, yeah. If it's just, if it's just a guy from L.A. or from Boston, uh, Leo, Leo, Joaquin would kill that role. To be honest, in my opinion, they kill that role. Those are two really good picks, though. In that case, if they switch up, but then who would if they would just switch the story of the nationality, like if they would just switch the story about the ethnicity of 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 Tony, yeah. Um, then yeah, I think those two would be awesome. They'd be great, and like throw throw Brad Pitt in there as like a supporting Ooh. actor somewhere, somewhere in there. He could be know, Manolo. <laughs> nah, I think nah, I think I think he would probably be best suited as shit. I forgot his name. Um. The last, the last guy that was Sosa. Um, damn, what's his name? The not, not the guy that that Tony stole his girlfriend, the skinnier one, the sl- the slimmer guy. His dis- I think it was his menu, his distributor or something like that. The guy he was working with, because Brad Pitt is is more of like a calm, cool collective like the straight guy, if Le- yeah. If, yeah if leo's fire uh uh brad pitt is, is water you know like yeah 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 that's why they were so great together on once upon a time in hollywood which i still is, haven't seen i've been meaning to get to it that's 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 one of my new favorite movies as far as like recent like recent movies that i've seen that's right. on my list of like favorite movie as far as recent stuff mm. and i don't i don't add everything on my favorites on my favorite list like i think the last the last one of the last movies I've added to my new favorites from like the last five years or something like that. Damn, was probably maybe Interstellar is probably one of them. I love to see that too. Interstellar yeah. was great. 
Inception, obviously. Wolf on Wall Street. Most of my favorite um, recent years are Leo movies, to be honest. <laughs> Wolf on Wall Street, I just saw again, like, for the fifth time over the weekend. It was just like, bro. It's one of those, like. Every year. I could watch that movie every year, once a year. Like, just pick a day in the year. Wolf of Wall Street Day. <laughs> I, I mean, and you know, it, 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 I hate to be vain with it, but, you know, we're guys, of course, we'll do that. Besides the movie being so good, even if it didn't have Margaret Robbie in it, I, I'd still watch that shit. But she just enhances yeah. the shit, too. Oh, my Margaret God. Margaret Robbie, bro. Ma- b- besides, 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 besides being, like, Margaret Robbie, she's, <laughs> she, she's, she's a great good. actress, too. She's good. She's good. Like yeah. it's it's perfect. Like she's not just eye candy. She's good, no, she's and good. I like that. Like I like I like that. Like I, I'm such a movie buff, or like like or like even with music. Like you know, sure I can like how a girl looks, but like I like if she can act, if she can really sing, if she's really talented, then it's like wow, that's dope. I enjoy that. that. It's cool. It just helps a lot, you know. So yeah, she was dope. She's in um she's in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood too. I remember there was a whole scandal with that because some report, some female reporter, of course, like at a press conference said, oh, she's barely on screen and has like this many lines. You're discriminating women and disempowering them, whatever. It's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, for real, for real. That's the, the playing to when Hollywood was back when, when women got lucky to even say a word on film. Or if there Bro, wasn't she, like... She had lines. Yeah. She was also, she was also the, the, um, the, the, the girlfriend of, you know... One of the guys that you know, some one of the characters was a fan of. Like, it wasn't like she was just some one-off character that said one line and left. No, she was, she was in a movie. She was in a movie. You know, <laughs> she was in a she was in a movie good enough for me to look at. You know, <laughs> appreciate. Fully. Yeah, she was in the movie. <laughs> I don't know. It's just so stupid. But yeah, just uh, going back to Scarface though. Uh, I'm glad to hear you're a movie buff. We'll definitely be touching on that in the future. I got a whole thing besides this that we're doing that's just strictly movies and all that. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking back on Scarface because I just randomly watch it. It's I got it on DVD, Blu-ray, digital, all that stuff. So I go back to it like once a month probably. I'm guilty. Yeah. But yeah. I was just looking at it on YouTube randomly, like scenes. Because I was thinking of like uh, a scene for in particular. Movie? For what? For which movie? For Scarface. Gotcha. I was watching randomly on YouTube because I was thinking of a, like a part in a scene with a soundtrack. I want to basically sample that part and just use it. Nice. Um, the part where he's in the in the car with Alberto he, before he pops him in the head for like trying to kill the kids and the wife and the car bomb or whatever. I was reading randomly through the comments. YouTube comments can be like, you know, a whole different world in itself. But <laughs> but someone had pointed out someone something real good, I guess to be funny, but then going deeper into that, it's like, oh, well, if you look at it, he didn't kill the wife and the kid because he had a conscience despite everything he was doing, all the drugs he was taking in. So that makes him a martyr because he died for the cause and they'll never know that he died for them to save their ass. And I was like, <laughs> what? Wait a second, what? A drug kingpin, he like shot up all these people. He could have gotten killed at any point too, give or take. Then all of a sudden, he's like a martyr now because he spared the life of a wife and two kids because he felt guilty and, and scummy about having someone else rig the bomb and do it. But then 
could you ever look at somebody like that as a martyr? <laughs> that, dude, that dude just wanted somebody to click on his damn YouTube profile. <laughs> and, of course, that got the most likes and the most replies. Of course, that of course, of course it did. What the fuck are you talking about? And, like, and then, oh, I didn't think of it that way. He might actually be like a saint. So like, yeah, praise Tony, whatever. His profile picture is probably like a meme or something like that. His his YouTube profile pic is probably like I a think meme. if I remember, his pic was the, you know, that strand of hair like in the circle and you think it's hair on your screen and you flick it, but then it's not. It's just a picture of it. Wow. So he's one of those, of course. I was like, I knew better, but I was like. Internet troll. Yeah. But then if you think about it, though, imagine the drug kingpin having like a conscience all of a sudden. Oh, that's like saying, you know, I sold all this yayo, I sold all, all these bricks and got them off and everything too, but I helped the old lady cross the street because I, you know, she was struggling with the groceries or something. <laughs> like, come on. You can't play into that. You know, you got the dirt on your conscience. It's going to stay there. You know, you're stained and dirty. There's no real saving coming back from that. Hilarious. Hilarious. But yeah, I definitely put Scarface for me and my one of those rare my personal top five and i'd still say top at least 20 films of all time a lot of people rag on it because the violence and whatever too and what it symbolized but still I, i'd still fuck with it. it don't I matter bro I, I don't care bro it's a it's a film like it doesn't matter like i don't care about all that stuff like it's an enjoyable film like it's one of those films where like it, it like it's just it's just beautifully made like, who cares about the violence and the shooting in it? Like, I don't care. I want to watch a movie, and it's a great movie, so I'm going to watch it. <laughs> exactly. Appreciate the art because they're telling the story of that world anyway. You can't probably tell yeah. it without, like, everything involved being there in the forefront. Yeah, like, like another example. I think, I think Boogie Nights was a great film. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen, seen it, Nights? to be honest. No, I've been meaning to. I think Boogie Nights is a great film. Do I, you know, it's a great film, bro. Like, it's telling the story. Like, yeah, it's great. It's cool. It's a, it's a good film. Like, it's a well-made film. Who I mean, cares about uh, all that extra stuff? I remember the big thing from that when it came out was that you saw supposedly Mark Wahlberg's dick. But I heard then it was it, a It wasn't his. It was a, it was a fake one. Okay. It was a fake one. Yeah, because uh, the premise of the movie was... He's supposed to be, like, huge, you know? Uh, I can't say pause this time because that's literally what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, yeah, nah, nah, dude, yeah, that's just the premise of the story. Like, he's just well-endowed. Like, so, like, you know, they put him in That's form. the whole point of the movie? Yeah. He's, he's just a regular kid. Um, yeah. I think he works in a club. He works in a club as a porter, uh, as a porter. And then uh, some porn director uh, comes up to him. And I, I forgot how he knew or how he seen, you know, but he, he recruited him to do porn with him. And he was like this great, this like awesome, great porn star because he, mm -hmm. you know, well endowed. And yeah. like, it, it's, it's, it's a great film. I mean, it's good. It's, it's a lot. It's, it's, it's a good film. Um, it's just, it's well made. It's funny. And yeah, I mean, it's raunchy, but it's good. <laughs> you know, it's definitely not a film that, you know, put on with the family but you know if you by yourself and you're interested search a boogie nights and watch it i mean me i love film i love movies so much that 
Um, there's this list of 250 movies, best movies of all time, best films. I always make it my business every now and then to, to watch one of those that I haven't watched before. Mm. So like, I oh, like go through the list. Yeah. So I've watched nice. a lot of great movies. I've, I've watched a ton of movies. Like I I, I could, I could literally wake up if I, if I'm, if I, if I have nothing to do and I'm not trying to be productive, I could literally wake up take a shower, brush my teeth, eat breakfast, turn on my computer, on my TV, and watch movies from sunup to sundown and only take a break to eat, piss, or shit. <laughs> That's it. Like, I love movies that much. Like, if, like, if I want to take a day to just be unproductive, I'm watching good films. And sometimes I'll alternate. So, like, I'll watch a comedy I watch a comedy, then I watch a horror, then I watch the action, and then I watch like a black but like a drama, which is mm. probably one of my probably my favorite genre, drama thrillers. I like I love drama thrillers, um, and actions. You never go wrong okay. with that. So yeah, like I'll alternate and like, nice. you know, I'll watch a, a movie, I'll watch a um, I'll watch a guilty pleasure movie, and then I'll watch a blockbuster hit, and then I'll watch a average movie. Then I just well, I'll probably just put on a Jason Statham movie, you know. <laughs> do you have wrong with a Jason Statham movie? Do you have a Do you have that same issue with Statham? Like, can you understand what he's saying? Because he's got a thick accent. Yeah, yeah, I can understand him. Yeah, yeah. I, I tried watching. No, I did watch it a couple times. It was like on. Well, my girl wanted to see it, and then I saw it later on. It was on like HBO something. Um, yeah, yeah. Shabs and Haw, whatever. Him with the Rock. Oh, I see that one. It's pretty good. One. Yeah? It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's not I like, bad. I I like, the, Fast, I like the Fast and the Furious films. It's enjoyable but, to watch. And then after that, it kind of made me, because she loves that franchise, my girl, old Fast and the Furious, she's seen all of them. I only mm-hmm. saw one and two, and I dipped after three, Tokyo Drift, because it was like Bow Wow's cool. in it. Yeah, Tokyo Drift was definitely the worst one they ever made. Um, but everything else is pretty good. I mean, it's I, not, I like I said, it's not, it's not Al Pacino. You know, it's not Leo. It's not Scorsese, but it's cool. You know, speaking of Scorsese, I'm sorry to cut you off. No, no, go, go. Um, go. Did you did you see? Um, there was an article that Martin Scorsese came out with. It was like an article or a comment or an interview. I forgot what it was, but he basically said, and I I, I partially do agree with him. He said that he hates uh he hates superhero movies because superhero movies take out the art of cinematography. So you basically, and, and now, and now, as you know, superhero movies are taking over the, the movie yeah. industry. And he feels like it's like saturating the art of film. So in essence, what Scorsese in hip hop translation, superhero <laughs> movies are mumble rappers. To <laughs> saturate the movie industry and take out the art. And I, I kind of do agree with him, to be honest. I do. Although I do like a good comic book movie because I'm a comic book fan. Yeah. But it's different because, like, sure, I think Avengers was, was a great film because I love the comic book heroes. Mm-hmm. But the last, time I seen, the last time I seen an Avengers movie was in the movies when it came out. I don't put on Netflix and be like, hey, I want to watch a comic book movie. <laughs> nah, I want to watch a film. Like, I want to watch art. You know, I want to watch a masterpiece, you know? So, like, superhero movies are definitely, like, uh, guilty pleasures. I yeah. mean, there's only a few. There was only a few that I would say, like, 
are great films. And not great films because I want to see what's happening next. Endgame was a great film, obviously, because you wanted to see what happens with Thanos or whatever. Power but capsule, I'm, yeah. Yeah, of course. It becomes a great film because of that. But, like, mm-hmm. there was only a few of them that were actual great films, like actual works of art, you know? So... Mm-hmm. Kind of I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up because that was like that really triggered, of course, the Marvel fans specifically. Because um, I, if I remember correctly, I think the story was for Joker. It was supposed to originally be Scorsese hitting it up. Mm-hmm. So basically, when they when I read through the article and saw that point, he was supposed to be the one to head up and direct um, Joker. But he couldn't figure out like how to do it properly. He felt like he couldn't do it justice. So then he backed away from it. Uh, Todd I Phillips. I, re- I respect that guy. I respect that guy so much. If he knows he correct. can't do it, if he knows he can't do it, nah, I'm not gonna do it. Because he's I like, this that. isn't my realm. I don't know any of this stuff, so I don't know enough. I can't like do the research to get enough interest to do it. So I can't do I it justice. That. I'm out. I love that. And Todd Phillips is great. He he's bro. He's such a He's such a diverse director. Like, you look at the things that he's created. I'm like, yeah. his discography. I'm like, yo, bro, this guy is talented. This guy is dope, Todd Phillips. He's made such great movies. Yeah. And, like, different kinds of movies as well. Exactly. He's, like, got so much range, too, where Scorsese has yeah. made classic films, classic material, but, like, within the same kind of ballpark. So yeah. he hasn't really strayed too far. And I yeah. get that. But if you're like the master, if you're like the epitome of like what you do best, you know, you're not going to really bother to experiment like that or exactly. go outside. Exactly. Of that. That's exactly. fine on him. But the crazy thing is, though, yeah, that was a story that he couldn't do Joker. So he passed it off to whoever made sense for it to do it most. And thank God, because it, had he stuck with it, we probably wouldn't gotten like a watered down, like eh, kind of not so great Joker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Todd Phillips, the hangover. All yeah, the hangover. Yeah, he did that. <laughs> Those and are great comedies. Those are great comedies. I only seen the first one and I liked it. I never got around to two or three. Is there, is there three the one with Tyson in it, or is it number two? Uh, uh, or was that the first one? No, no, that was number one. That was the first one. Okay, so yeah, I only seen number one. The first one, bro. He's War Dogs was good. War Dogs mm-hmm. is a great movie he did. Todd Phillips has such range, dope. But then going back to the whole comic book thing, because um, just like you, I grew up with comic books, all that stuff. Like um, my favorites are probably the X-Men and Wolverine, just because he was that's, just- That's my favorite. That's my, that's my favorite as well. Wolverine, I, I get he's Canadian according to like his history and stuff, but- um, but, he, but just, he gets a pass, he gets a pass. He gets, he a, gets pass. a pass. <laughs> we can forgive that, you know, blemish, but he might as well be from Brooklyn the way he gets all, you know, angry and stuff. Chopping on a cigar, you know, hey, bub, whatever. And then nothing beats cartoon series-wise the X-Men series. Mm-hmm. Even though it was only, I was surprised it was only like three seasons at most. When I saw Disney Plus yeah. and saw all of them, I was like, wow, it didn't really last yeah. that long. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. the thing with comic books is, you kind of see him one way as you see him in the comic books. You know the stories, you know how they built up. And yeah. it is a cheat code because they got like the blueprint when it comes to movies. They're like, okay, we can do this, we can do that. We mm-hmm. can kind of twist this around and all that too. Mm-hmm. And I get that part. It is kind of cheating because you know the story, you can only play off it. But then 
that's where it goes bad, for example, with the first X-Men series. Those are like bad films. Like Wolverine didn't get his outfit. Like Cyclops is like even like more of a cup than he was in the comic books. And the oh yeah, series. those are terrible. I think the yeah, those are bro. I, I, as an X Men fan, I'm so disappointed at where the X Men movies uh, went because as far as the the only good X Men films that I could say out of out of out of six of them. No, they probably uh, no. I think they did like seven or eight of I think them. Seven. If you if you include if you include Origins, which was total trash, but um, I think that the only good ones uh, they only had three of them. X two was good. X two was I good. Think. I was gonna say X2 that. X two was good. First class was probably my favorite, uh, as well as Days of Future Past. Then that was good it. too. Then that's it. Everything else was like, oh damn, bro! Like you really messed it up. Like, they fucked up the Dark Phoenix so bad, too. That's, like, the easiest one to tell, put together, everybody here. Bro. So emo, so stupid, like... Bro, that so Dark long, Phoenix too. was terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Like, and they had two tries to make it right. They had the last stand, which they, they flunked, and then they had another chance, bro, to make it right, and you still flunked. Sorry, I meant um, Last Stand. That's the one I saw because Dark Phoenix was the one that came out not too long ago. But yeah. I didn't want to bother to see it because I knew, like... Bro, bro Dark yeah, Phoenix yeah. was worse. Worse than The Last Stand. Really? Yes, it was so terrible. It was terrible. It was worse than Apocalypse. And Apocalypse wasn't that good. I didn't like Apocalypse. I didn't like That I was the like one before it. Dark Phoenix, right, I think? Uh, yeah, that was the one right after Days of Future Past. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't yeah. like that one, man. I was so disappointed because I love Apocalypse as a as a as a character, and I want and I don't I feel like they didn't do the Four Horsemen justice, you know? Like, mm. I don't know, bro. I, I didn't like it at all. And then Dark Phoenix, I was like, hey, bro, how could you make something worse than Apocalypse, bro? I think Dark <laughs> Phoenix was almost almost. Man, I wouldn't put it that bad, but it was probably like five shades. Five shades, maybe five, you know, five slots better than Origins. Dark Phoenix is really bad. Yeah, it's is really bad. Yeah, Dark Phoenix is bad. You should still see it for yourself, though, but I don't uh, like it at all. I might try. I was going to see Apocalypse only because I did like Days of Future Past. That was a good one. I wasn't so enamored with the idea of seeing Apocalypse, but I was, you know, guilty because Olivia Munn was going to be Psylocke. And I was like, yeah, that might yeah. be enough incentive. But then yeah. I saw the reviews where I was like, that, eh. to be honest, that, that, that's a part of That's one of the reasons I saw it too. <laughs> Cause man, she fit the part kind of perfect too. Like with the features and all that. She did. How did she and do she was enjoyable one? to watch. She was enjoyable to watch. Uh, Oh, that, that's good. That's reassuring, then. I'll have to check it out and give it a chance. <laughs> yeah, just watch it, watch it, watch it. Ooh, I, I, think, I, met I, her, think... I met her actually once before she hit big and all that, like even before Iron Man wow. 2 when she was like the reporter. Wow. Yeah, she's nice in person, too. She's actually cool and all that. I got a picture somewhere. I'll send it your way just to show, like, yeah, I was hugged up and all that, too. I was guilty. You know, I had... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And it was so funny, too, actually, Brunettes. because... Brunettes is where it's at, bro. Brunettes. Yeah. It was so funny, too, because it was like, I think when she was still on G4, whatever that channel was, that show she used to do, 
And she just uh, tweeted out randomly, oh, I'm in New York in Central Park at at the thing, whatever, at that little, um, that little pond thing, whatever they got going on there. Mm -hmm. She tweeted out she was going to be there. So I was like, okay, bet I'm there. I go. And it's like a crowd of people coming to her before, like, it built up. I got there early enough, so I saw her, and I did, like, the most Spanish thing ever. Like, you know how, like, Spanish guys, like, they meet a girl, she's cute, whatever, and they introduce with a hug and a kiss and everything, too. I just did it. I, I, unconsciously, I just did it. And she was with it, too. She was, like, she just leaned in, too. Let me get the full kiss on the cheek and everything, too. We talked for even, like, a little bit. And I just saw oh, the, gang, nice. the gang of nerds behind me, too, like, just looking at me, just open-jawed, like, how the fuck did you even do that right now? That's super dope. With no balls to do it, but, like, I just did it, like, unconsciously. And I was like, yeah, that's a that's yeah, a highlight just, of my life. You, you being Spanish, <laughs> you know. Oh, 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 and oh, halfway, in, as my lips are about to touch your cheek, I'm like, what What the fuck am I doing again? Like, I don't even know. But like then that. too late, you're already there. So I already like, compromised. And she was with it. She was fine. She was like, she leaned oh, in, like, so hug everything, too. Like, yeah. Oh, like, we knew so each other out. almost. Worked yeah. out, worked out. I looked out. It was good. And then only <laughs> after I, I stepped away, she was like, all right, everybody stay back at least, like, you know, 10 feet, whatever. You're good. He was fine, but yeah. you're good, you know? Stay away, please. But um, <laughs> but then, yeah, going back to the film shit, though, um, X-Men, the original three, is an example. I get it. Scorsese saying it's like a cheat code, and you fuck it up anyway. But then mm-hmm. the good you can get from it too is like retelling what the comic books did in a different way to go mm-hmm. deeper into it like Joker did but then one of my favorite examples of that would be Logan I don't know if you saw that one bro Logan as a fan of Wolverine I got there opening night I saw Logan bro when I tell you bro I listen that one tear that one tear oh. came down bro yeah it was yeah that did it for me I love Logan that, that was, was a awesome. proper send-off to make up for what they did with Origins and then the that was actually That's actually Thank one of my God. favorite recent recent movies. Like, one of my recent movies and one of my favorites that I've ever that I've seen in recent times yep. it would probably be Logan, bro. Yeah. I could see that a lot. It was awesome. Yeah, was and awesome. that's, that's they, they what made They couldn't have ended Hugh Jackman's run a better way. Yeah. It was, it was, it was a masterpiece. I loved it. It got you in the feels. It's a proper send-off, at least in that story, from Professor X. And it was rated R, thank God. Thank God rated R. So it, you can't do it, it right. It allowed, it, allowed, it allowed Wolverine to be Wolverine. Like, I, lo- I love that. Thank God it was rated R, you know? Like, it, it made Wolverine like, oh, yes, this is the Wolverine I like. This is and, him, you know? And you got to love a film that's rated R or whatever that gives you, like, a, a decapitated head within the first three minutes like that did. Yes, like Deadpool too. Yeah, like Deadpool. Deadpool's a good if, De- if Deadpool was not rated R, it would have been a flop. It would have been a flop. Deadpool had to be rated R. I don't know if you saw, but Deadpool two, I think, or the first one, they re-released it afterwards for like the holidays as PG thirteen. They did in the theaters, yeah. For the kids to watch it, I guess. I think so. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty dope. Damn, so I, I didn't see that one, obviously, but I don't know what they would have cut out because then they leave like five minutes of the film, if anything, with all the yeah, cutting out I mean, they'd have to do. Yeah, I mean, damn, I, damn, I mean, even more than the cutting out, how about the, the cusses? That too. You know how much you had to, like, alternate the words? You know how many F-bombs was in that movie? 
you know? And have you ever seen a rated R movie on a cable where they curse? And like, <laughs> and like, if they were to say it, Freak they you. to say like a, yeah. <laughs> I don't give a fudge. I'm, uh, yeah, yeah, they literally say, I don't give a fudge. I'm like, bro, you could have just bleep. Like, it's simple. Just bleep. That's it. You could have just done that. Like, nah, I don't know because of bleep. And then, and then you laugh, but you laugh, but you laugh though, because it's like, if it's a real intense scene, like someone just died, I'm like, yo, what the fudge, man? I'm like, bro, just, you could have just bleeped it, bro. Oh man, and I remember um, going back to somebody I loved growing up, Jim Carrey. If you ever seen Liar Liar, that was a good one, I think. And that to run. be honest, that's one, that's one of the only ones that I've ever seen. Oh, you got to give that a chance. It was good. I got to see. I got to see. I didn't see that one and Truman Show. I didn't see. I didn't see those. Truman Show was good. Truman Show was I, good. I like Jim Carrey a lot. I, I'm a fan. Yeah. So I, I need to I need to get around to those two. I got My only those. one I didn't like from him from early on when I was growing up was um, Ace Ventura Two because I was a little too like silly at points. It was like I just saw the first one for the first time a couple of days ago. I'm gonna watch the second one just so I can finish it. Yeah, but um, yeah, it was it was cool. I, I liked the first one. It was cool. It was nice. It, was cool. it wasn't my it was favorite cool. Jim Carrey movie, but but it was nah. cool. But um, the point of lie a lie I was trying to make was. Uh, before I forget, of course, I, I stray a lot. But uh, talking about censoring, like in the movie, it's not even that bad. Um, I forget the original line, but they're in court. One of the guys is like cheating on somebody. And then mm-hmm. the guys, he makes the guy confess because he's a lawyer. He makes the guy mm-hmm. confess. Yes, yes, yes. I, 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 I basically fucked the brains out, whatever. But it was PG-13. Mm-hmm. He didn't say that. Mm-hmm. But the censored TV version, he's like, yes, yes, yes. I kissed her brains out or whatever. <laughs> It's like, how does this work? Whoever says, oh it, man. Like, Speaking of older movies that I just saw, that I'm, I'm, I'm so angry that I never seen it until now. I, bro, I watched all three of them in the span of two two nights. I was, I was hooked. Back to the Future, bro. Uh, I think I only seen the first one. Bro, I've seen. I, I had to binge all three. It's on Netflix. They're all on Netflix. Oh shit! That's one of the that's one of the new additions that they added. I was like, "Yo, bro, how come I never seen this movie before?" (laughs) Yo, it's such a great film. But yeah, I I have to give that a chance because I only seen the first one and I liked it, but I wasn't crazy about it. But I think they always said two was the better one of the of the three. Which one did I like? Two was really good. Yeah, two was good. I like two. Three, Three. Uh, to be honest, like I like the movies because as a trilogy, it was one of the only trilogies that I that I thought that every movie was solid. Like one was good, two was good, three was solid, bro. I like three was cool. Three was like, oh wow, okay, wow. Right. So none of the none of the movies flopped. It was it was there were no flops in that trilogy <laughs> at all. Well, I think those uh, are Spielberg, were all right? Solid movies. Yeah, yeah, Steven Spielberg. Oh, okay. So I don't think he's going to let him fall off, even if it's like the fifth one. I don't think he's going to yeah. let that go. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> but, then, but then the thing with films, you know, it, it's so hard to pull off a trilogy or like keep that going and keep it good. Because if you remember, I know you're younger than I am, but if you remember like the Ninja Turtles growing up, the first one was good, if you haven't seen it. 
It was darker. I did, I did see it. I, 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 I caught it on TV, and I did see the second one, too. The first one was better. It was more serious. Not serious, serious, but, like, you know, it, more in the realm of, like, how they it were in the comic books. Dark, it had dark elements to it. Yeah, yeah. It was to be taken more serious. And there's one part mm-hmm. with at least, like, my favorite of all time is Raphael because I identify most. I got anger issues, too, as you can probably tell half the time. I, I kind of curse in the, in the podcast and all that. I love Raph. Raph. Raph and Leo. I can't pick which one I like more, but I like, I like both of them. I go with Raph. Leo, I get it, but, like, sometimes, depending on the version you see of the Turtles, they paint him to be, like, too much of a schmuck leader, like, kind of like a Cyclops in the movies. And, like, he's too straight, like, too, like, you know. Yeah. And all that. But Raph is, like, the most identifiable one because he just wants to do his thing and he can't get his, like, anger under control. He means well, but it just comes out and all that, too. But in the first one, there's that part where basically Splinter tells him, you know, you're the one more inclined to be the leader, but you can't get yourself under control when, like, you get in your feels, per se. That's that's true. That's true about Raph. That's true about Raph. He's he he's he has qualities that that are that are like that I would say are like more fit to lead than Leo sometimes. But he's just he's just irrational. He's just impulsive. So yeah, it makes exactly. it like. You know, like he's a Wolverine. It's like he's Wolverine. He's like Yo, Wolverine. Let's just, yeah. Let's just get it done, bub. Like, let's go. That's it. I don't care about nothing. Let's get it. So, oh, and yeah, I don't know I if I see that. And I know that you're from your coming up, your background is like uh, based in the church and all that too, which I respect. I always, you know, want to pay respect to that and attributes. But if you remember from the X-Men series, I just saw that was one of the first episodes I saw when I got Disney Plus so I could watch mm-hmm. it. There's one he meets with Nightcrawler, uh, oh, yeah. wherever he's from, and he's one of the people in the church. I don't know what to properly call him. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think Nightcrawler was Catholic. I think he was a part of the Catholic Church. I think he was uh, something like that. Yeah, I forgot what he was. I forgot. I, I, I forgot what he was, but I know Nightcrawler's. Yeah, Nightcrawler was de- definitely religious. Yeah, but the funny part is the end. That episode was they had. Uh, Wolverine reading from the Bible at the altar too by himself because like the whole point of that episode was uh, there was people trying to condemn Nightcrawler as a demon obviously the way he looks and all that too so they burned the church down they try to like get him out of here kill him literally and the whole time he's still trying to keep the faith and positive and telling Logan you know look to God for like you know forgiveness and just like forgive yeah. himself at yeah. the end it does end with Logan actually like in the church like reading the Patches from the Bible, like trying to rekindle that relationship too, because the whole mm. time he's like basically atheist, like you know, look at me, how can God love me for what He did? And all yeah, that yeah, well, yeah, Wolverine, yeah, Wolverines, yeah, he's, I could see that. Which is crazy to think because that's back in the nineties in, in the cartoons of all things, and like it was there too. So that shows yeah. like why it would be one of the greatest cartoon series ever. That cartoon was awesome. It was. That cartoon was awesome. Awesome. Awesome but then, cards. but yeah, then then going back to like the old trilogy thing, there is that because Ninja Turtles Two was silly. It was fun, and of course, Vanilla Ice of all people's in it. So with the Ninja rap, and then three was even worse, right? Because that three, I didn't, I don't think I saw three. Three was the one with the girl Ninja, right? I don't think I ever saw three, but that's the one where they went to Japan, like ancient Japan, whatever time travel and all that. Yeah, so it was like I only heard bad yeah. things about it, so. 
there's an episode on Netflix talking about the toys, the toys that, uh, toys that raised us or toys that something like that. And one of the first, one of the episodes is about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And they spoke about the movies and like how the first one did good, but it, it, it had more of an adult audience. They wanted the kids audience because Ninja Turtles started off as toys before they ever became cartoons or comics. They started off as toys so they sold them as toys first. Mm. And then they knew that the toys would be successful. So then they created comics from the toys and then oh, wow. the movies. Yeah. So like they, once they made it, once they made it for the toys, once they, that was their market toys, they knew that they needed the kid audience more. So that's mm. why they made two a little more kiddish. Oh, wow. So, I didn't know it was uh, toys first, then comics. I always thought the yeah, comics yeah. was first. I thought that too, but it was interesting seeing that episode that there were toys first. They wanted it. Obviously, they had comics for them. Oh. Hello? Brent? Oh, shit. I'm trying to hate on this. I made his glitch. Oh, there you are. Yeah. You good? Yeah, I can hear you now. You okay. glitched a little bit. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Now, yeah, that like obviously they had like stories for them, but I didn't know that they started off as toys. Like they, they not they hmm. started off as toys, but but that's that was their first break. Like the oh, company sure. that said, "Hey, we'll make toys for you guys. We'll let's start off as toys. If the toys are success, successful, then we'll branch off and do all these other things." Oh shit! So, yeah. Okay. They always had the kids' audience. They always they wanted the adult audience, but they always had the kid audience. That's just what they what they received. It makes sense. I mean, you might as well go for the kids because they'll just like see something shiny and new when they want it right away. So that's yeah. like that, was, that, that wasn't their initial. Yeah, that wasn't their initial desire. They wanted mm. it to be a comic book for kids, teens, you know, like young adults, you know. Mm-hmm. But it was really gravitated towards the kids, so they said, "Hey, let's make it for everybody," you know. And successful Crazy. because, bro, like, I wasn't raised with Ninja Turtles because that wasn't my time. I think Ninja Turtles was the 80s. Yeah. But I remember seeing Ninja Turtles. And I loved it. I was, I think I was raised with, I think, Transformers. I think Transformers was 90s. Yeah, that was 90, early 90s, mid 90s. I love, I love, I love Transformers. Transformers was was my joint. I love it. I love the old Transformers, yeah, the cartoon. Yeah, the old oh, cartoon. Like- Hell yeah. That the OG the cartoon. Did you ever see the Transformer movie with um Yeah I did. Yeah I did. You I... talking about the 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 you talking about the Michael Bay movies? No 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 the the OG Transformer movie animated that was like yes, based I did off see the cartoon. Yeah, well everybody dies, Optimus dies or something like that too. I they seen that the, one. They had the soundtrack that everybody cool. loves apparently. That was cool. I liked it. That was that a good was one too. Dope. But then, of course, Michael Bay happened, and then it's like, uh, (laughs) once John Cena gets involved, it's like, ah. (laughs) There were guilty pleasures, I would say. One wasn't bad. First one was cool. First one was good. It was. was. One was good. The whole battle on the highway, all that, too, that was cool. Yeah, one was good. Two was was cool. It was like, hi, okay, (laughs) all right. (laughs) <laughs> then three came and I'm and we like, okay, Michael Bay, we're gonna see it because we love you and we love your little uh, blue lights that you always do on the and the camera 
and we love your your rotating 360 degree camera angles and we love transformers and we love the sound so we and we love you know we love that so we're gonna support it but you know eh, you know let we're us gonna know keep our stance low yeah but 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 you know what we're gonna support it you know <laughs> your friend's mix your friend's mixtape comes out you love your friend, the mixtape isn't good, but you go support it. All right, cool. I'll give you, I'll give you a free download on Bandcamp. Sure. <laughs> I'll give you a click here on SoundCloud, you know, a like. There you go. There you go. Or just comment with a little fire emoji, like, yeah, you know, support. That's it. Just one fire emoji. <laughs> nice. That's all you get. <laughs> you, know, you know it's real when you get more than one fire emoji. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but yeah I mean to, to end things off at least since we're talking about movies you being a movie buff clearly as you prove right now that's good to end it properly I don't think the epitome of trilogies at least if we're speaking of the Godfather ever got the proper ending I mean Michael does die at the end but then three was like three the was three was three was three was a no go I mean didn't it happen like 15 years after uh, give or take fifteen, twenty years after. Probably twenty-ish, I think. Yeah, it was like twenty years after. Twenty hey, or let's more. Make three. Let's make three. No, actually, it was more because one was seventy-two, two was seventy-four, and then three was ninety. So yeah, yeah, that was like shit, almost bro. twenty. It's like damn, man. But I always argue that point. Yeah, but I always argue that point because. I'm not saying Godfather 3 is terrible. Okay, it's terrible speaking of Godfather realm in terms. Mm -hmm. Overall as a movie, eh, it's it's all right. But yeah, end, that movie, is bad. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most definitely. As an ending, it's terrible. As a Godfather, the film is terrible. But as a movie, it's all right. It's Sorry, cool. It's if Godfather 3 is on, and I can't change it to another channel, I'm going to watch it. That's cool. I'm going to watch it. And the crazy thing is, it's the shorter one of the three, because, like, one is, like, two yeah. and a half something. One, uh, what did I say, one? Well, give or take. They're all, like, almost three hours each. And then aren't three they, is, like... Aren't they, aren't they, like, three hours? Something like that, yeah. Over it. Yeah. But I think three yeah. might be just under that, or the shortest of yeah, the three. I think three is, like, 140 maybe two hours flat, something like that. And that's crazy to think the shorter one of them, because I doubt anyone complains who likes the Godfather who complain about the length of time for each one of them. But the shorter one will make more sense. Reel it on home, you know, cap yeah. that off. But it's still like not good. It's still not, it doesn't do it justice. I don't mind long movies. As a movie buff, I don't mind long movies. The Irishman was three and a half oh hours. God, I loved every yeah. I loved every minute of it. <laughs> I loved every minute of it. <laughs> that was, was a good movie too. I forgot about that. I always forget yeah, about that. It was great. It was awesome. I oh, I'm, I'm sorry. You meant the you said the Irishman. I was thinking of the Departed, the um, the Leo DiCaprio one. Oh, the Departed was that was fire. Yeah, masterpiece, masterpiece, masterpiece. Yeah. The Irishman was good. Irishman was, I liked it. Three and a half the Irishman hours. was good. So you, you liked it then. That's good. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I did. I liked, I liked every it. minute of it. it I always thought good. um I thought the whole time Pacino was in a fat suit, but then I saw like he is actually fat nowadays, so it's like, damn, what happened? 
yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he's uh, he's uh, he's uh, he's gained some 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 meat, <laughs> masa, and some meat. some masa. <laughs> That'd be the most epic drops. Imagine we get that for you and for Afro, like a masa drop from Gino. Masa. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Amazing. Massa. <laughs> Massa. <laughs> Great ass. And you got your head all the way up it. Jesus. <laughs> Ferocious, aren't I? When I think of asses, woman's ass, something comes out of me. I ask you too before we go. I know you've been working on that one for a while, and I respect the fact that you take your time with everything you put out, even if it's a single or a one-off, uh, mm-hmm. one song, I mean. But mm-hmm. do you get upset, or do you get, like, any sort of way knowing that there's been a couple of your songs out before that, or at least a couple of... Because I got to hear it early, like, um, I, I forget, we were at a bar, I think, with Franny, where he worked at, and you mm-hmm. played it. Um mm-hmm. Ever since then, I've heard at least maybe two, three songs in the realm of with that same sound. Do you get mm-hmm. any sort of way for like, oh, maybe I should drop this sooner? Or do you think anything of that sorts at all? Considering? Nah, nah, because, um, I mean, I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't think, I don't think any famous artist right now is doing something like that. Like you're, mm-hmm. no. I'm not sure. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I don't mind. I mean, for me, like, I, I, I know I'm not, I know I'm not like famous yet, or you know, in that celebrity status yet. But not to yet. be honest, yes, to be honest, that that's my competition. To be honest, like, I don't compete with anybody local. I don't compete with artists local, and it's not me being just like braggadocious or whatever. Um, I, I, I know that I'm in another level uh, above local artists. Um, I'm just still not, I guess, you know, seen as that way in, in, in a right wide range, you know, but, but I, I am a step above, um, a, a local artist. Um, so, uh, no, nothing against local artists at all, no, you know, not. but I'm just saying, you know, uh, so yeah, mo- mo- most of my competition is mainly who I look up to. So like, okay. If, if Jay-Z didn't drop a year song, <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, I mean, I definitely, I really believe in this song. Um, uh, you heard the first stage of it. Uh, what you're gonna hear is a uh, is a, a, a mixed, processed, mastered, colorful version of the song. Um, more or less same elements, but it's it'll be, it's gonna be much better and louder and more energetic. And I, I'm super super proud of the single. Um, and and I. To me, it can't drop at a better time. Mm. And uh, j- just, I mean, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll put it out there, but um, I was going to do a music video for it. Obviously, a song like that needs a music video. Yeah. Um, well, well, first, before I get into that, what makes me very proud of the song is that um, it, it doesn't compromise my sound at all. I produce the beat as well. So it doesn't compromise my sound. It doesn't, it doesn't, I'm not dumbing down my talent or my skills to make the song. And at the same time, um, you can play it in the club. You can play it in the lounge. 
you can play with the top down, you can play with the windows down, like it, you can play it on a radio, like it's that track. And I'm super mm -hmm. proud that I, I created a track like that, that I made the beat for, and I didn't compromise any of my creative integrity to make the song. So I, I cannot be so excited and more happy to introduce this song as a single for June. And I'm going to be pushing this song throughout the summer. But okay. uh, going back to what I was saying is I wanted to do a music video because I really believe like this, this is like an anthem. This is not just a Brooklyn anthem, but it's a New York anthem, you know? Yeah. And um, I wanted to make a music video for it, but we're in quarantine. And the music video that I had in mind was a lot of people in the video. Obviously, that's not going to happen in quarantine. So yeah. Yeah. what I'll be creating is uh, I'm going to be creating a vertical video. I don't know if you ever heard of a vertical video. Um, mm -mm. Yeah, it's like a lot of people don't really hear vertical videos, but believe it or not, um, a lot of pop artists do vertical videos. Basically, a vertical video is literally a vertical video. So it's it's like a phone. So it's like oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It's like a, it's like a, it's like you view it like a, it's like IGTV. It's an IGTV frame, and it's okay. on YouTube. And a vertical video is supposed to be literally, literally a vertical. And the music video is more or less less produced than the actual music video, but it leaves a lot of room for creativity. So um, when we when we get off of this of this Zoom, or I'll probably tell you now, whatever. Um, I'm gonna be collecting footage from everybody I know to okay. jam out jam out with the song while you're outside with your mask on or in the crib. Doesn't matter when. Just make sure the make sure the lighting is good. Make sure it's good lighting. Um, and send me footage of the song because I'm going to be, I'm going to be, um, I'm going to be editing different footage. So mm. I'm going to be editing different footage of people jamming out to the song and I'm editing oh, nice. the song. Okay. So if you want to send me something, I'll send yeah. you the exclusive MP3. I'll send you the MP3 on your email. Yeah, and then, nice. uh, I'm trying to get all the footage by maybe Monday, Tuesday or whatever. Um, okay. so just so I could like edit it in. It's gonna be it's gonna be really fun. It's gonna be a creative video, um, and, That's smart. and COVID. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be cool because it needs a visual. This song needs a visual, and I was I would you know I came I came I came across a vertical video. I was like, yo, what is this? This is dope. And like mm -hmm. I'm talking about pop stars like Dua Lipa. A lot of these pop artists are doing vertical videos, and I'm like, yo, this is dope. Like it's a different take. Some vertical videos are lazy. They literally just take the official music video and they crop it to be vertical, which I think mm -hmm. is stupid as hell. But there's some pop artists that make dope vertical videos and they're different and they're less produced, but they're, they're creative and they're cool. So I'm like, yeah, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. It's going to be unexpected. Nice. People are going to be like, yo, what is this? Yeah, I'm doing this. It's a vertical video. So that's going to come out in, in June uh, when, when the song comes out, vertical video. So I'm excited for that. Nice. That's good to hear. Staying proactive and making sure that song hits because I'm not just saying it because I know you or, you know, we run with the same people pretty much at this point, too. But I actually heard it early on, like you mentioned. And, yeah, I liked it. I said, yeah, this is the one. This is a bop. This is like a feel for it, too. Yeah. And this is the first original fully produced by Brendan, like you said, or you made the beats. Uh, I know that much. It'll, yeah, it'll so, yeah, it'll be the first one that people will hear for now. Uh, the first one that I fully produced the beat. Um, there's two elements of sounds in the beat that was produced by Bibulari. 
Um, he added a couple of textures, but as far as the beat itself, like it's fully produced by me. Um, mm. So I'm, I'm pretty much happy. Bibulari also mixed and mastered it. So mm. that's Bibulari. So yeah, nice. it's, it's, it's going to be, it's, 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 I'm really excited. I'm glad that, that that song is going to be the song that I produce. You know, mm. like I produced the, the banger or the bop. So, you, <laughs> you know, as some people say, you know, I, I produced it. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm pretty happy about that. I feel like Kanye, you know? <laughs> <laughs> now you need is a grill. All you need is a grill now. Bottom grill, that's it. That's it. All diamonds, please. Make sure of that. That's it. That's it. I'll probably put platinum. Feel me? <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever do that broken thing they used to do back when? Or I guess Queens too, they're guilty of like the aluminum foil in the teeth? No, nah, I never did that. I never okay. did that. Good. All right. You're not that broken then. <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> no. For me, for me, I'm not really a jewelry person or like a, a sparkle person. But um, if I'm gonna wear something, it has to be real. So like the chain that I wear or anything that I wear that's supposed to be jewelry or shiny. For me, I just like it to be real. I mean, I just that's just me. It's just my point. make it last. I also have yeah. I also have sensitive skin too. So you know uh, okay if it if it's fake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, One God. time I bought a chain. I bought a chain from Top from Top Shop. And um I think I wore it to like a family barbecue. Wasn't even like I didn't even like you know, it wasn't like I'm wearing it to a club or a lounge. It just wore it to a family barbecue. When I came home when I came home green I was like nah. I don't know. I'm throwing this away, and whatever I wear has to be real. It has to be last. It has to last. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that to my skin. <laughs> you know what's so crazy? Growing up, I thought that was like a Spanish mom thing. Just saying that because um, my mom used to be one of those. I love my mother, but she used to be one of those like, oh, we're minorities, but we're not minority like that. You know, we had to like, you know, pinkies up and you drink your tea, or whatever kind of thing so i thought when she said oh we're allergic to like fake gold or um like they used to call it fantasia you know fake whatever like we can't wear that that's gonna like break out in our skin i just thought it was like a bougie thing like oh don't, don't link me in with that don't say we just say you <laughs> and then i found out oh shit people really get allergic like that like you're saying now or have that shit going on too so it's like oh shit mom's right again <laughs> fuck <laughs> But yeah, I'm, I'm more, I'm much more the jewelry, uh, budget permitting. I, I like, you know, a nice little like thing on the wrist, the ring, whatever. I, I got a whole, it, basically I'd be Razor Ramon if I had the budget for it, with the whole fucking 20 chains on and shit. But then I got a lot of that like bad chest hair, like the taco meat like that. So it gets tangled oh, in and then like it starts yanking on it. It's like, yeah. Oh, so you, you don't get allergic. You don't get allergic to the, to the, oh, you're lucky. Yeah, yeah, I lucked out with that. So I, I wore my fake chains at some point too. Nothing gaudy do like it. that, but still, do it, do it. <laughs> but no, I, I, I hate the, I hate the dudes that get the that get the big, the big, the big. Job. I'm like, yo, bro, <laughs> we all know that's fake, bro. That's so huge. But remember when the rope chains came back in style like ten something years ago? And everybody got one. It was just like big and hollow, clunky. <laughs> oh man, my whole neck will be green. <laughs> God damn. But Brendan, uh, thank you again for coming through on this episode, talking all the talk. We talked 
today. That's the point of a podcast, of course. And who better to do that with than someone that represents Brooklyn to the fullest and his embodiment and his movement as you do. The VIP, the CEO, the head of Realist Sound Entertainment, that has an A in it. As far as his craft goes, I rated and checkmarked <laughs> with an A. The top of the letters, top grade A plus if possible. But then, you know, A plus in the name wouldn't make sense. So Realist Sound Entertainment is what you own. That's your entity. That's your baby. That's your craft. That's what you'll be given to the world. And once it hits, they'll all know who the realest sound comes from and the entertainment as well. That's Brendan. The Brendan the Brendans. The last of the Brendans. The last of a dying breeds. If it was a Mohican, you just redub Brendan and you get the point I'm trying to make. The most Brendan the Brendans right here. <laughs> Brooklyn to the fullest. B-R-E-N-D-E-N. As I made that point clear on the birthday song I did for you too. Happy late birthday, by the way, as you know already. It passed, thank you, but thank why you. not say it again? And, and why not celebrate such a wonderful creation as I'm sure your mom said to you too. My most beautiful thing I gave to life is Brendan. And so see that once you start, you know, getting out there like that too, in the film and the music world, all of that. Brendan, of course, please feel free to promote everything you've got as far as your IG and such so we can have it done properly. Thank you, And man. if people know where to reach uh, out to you. Thank you, man. Yeah, I mean, as, uh, as uh, the greatest just said who this the greatest <laughs> um who this he's the greatest that's it <laughs> as he so eloquently point, pointed out um i go by the name of brendan uh rapper singer rapper singer producer uh founder and owner of realist sound entertainment um you could follow me on instagram at realist brendan r-e-a-l-e-s-t-b-r-e-n-d-e-n <laughs> um, follow me on Twitter I'm on Twitter too I'm on all platforms uh, you can check my music out on Spotify Apple Music iTunes Tidal uh, have an EP that I released last year Rugged Well Summer I got uh, two singles that I, that I got out called Night I got IC as a single I had the new single called Year that's releasing mm -hmm. on June 11th so uh, that's going to be on June 11th that's going to be released on all platforms super excited for the song Again, it's called Your. You heard it right. It's Your Y E R R. <laughs> uh, for the New York natives, the Brooklyn Cats, Queens, Staten Island, to Manhattan, even the Bronx. If you're from New York, this is your song. And uh, yeah, man, that's it. It's been a pleasure being here. It's awesome. Always a pleasure having you on, brother. Wish you all the best. Wish you well, and nothing short of that. And you Thank got you, so brother. much going on later today. That's right, brother. You know what it feels, brother. Well, thank you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you again, Brendan. Much appreciated. Always coming through. You're always welcome to come on whenever you want as friend and family thank to you. the show, extended. And yeah, we'll check out everything you got going on. Don't forget June 11th, you got your Y-E-R coming out from Brendan. Who this? Signing off on behalf of Some Spectacular. Brendan, of course, got to do his thing. Showcases, getting the sound out because it's the realest and it's the most entertaining of them all. Thank you again, my brother. Thank you, man. <laughs> Why don't you move back to Massachusetts? I was born in Brooklyn. Oh,
what's mine, take what's mine. Don't get me started, don't get me started. Yeah. Uh, she all on my jeans, she all on my jeans. And my better jeans, and my better jeans. You niggas ain't me, you niggas ain't me. Yeah. I like to fight, fight, fight. Yeah. All my flows is nice, nice, nice. Yeah. I can sell some ice in a snowstorm. All you niggas wag, you just follow norms. And my shit infectious, yeah, this joint got hood intentions. Smack a five oh in the face, now that's some good intentions. If I run for office, uh, I might leave my tins on. Pull some makers out, uh, spill it on your couch. Fuck a Tommy Lauren, fuck you, you could blow my chop. Wait, I can't talk like that, why? I'm a man of God, I stay prayed up, on my way up. Test my gangsta, I'm a shank, yeah. Pray for the weed. I got so hopefully he can use at least this part yeah 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 yeah